Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Who can make my electricity and natural gas work smarter? Where can I find a company that's easy to do business with, who knows the market best and has options to fit my needs? For millions of homes and businesses, there is one answer, Constellation. Decades of market intelligence and proven solutions from a trusted energy leader. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at constellation.com energy. Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. Back with another OG rap We're going off topic, baby You know, when you're on your way to the ball field You get that feeling Breakfast And you know, you better hurry Yeah, just pulled into the parking lot Man, my stomach really hurts a lot My left side feels like I've been shot I'm gonna have to use the ball field pot Almost time to ball, you know I'm gonna hit But before I do, I gotta take a shit Bathroom ain't looking real neat Under the stall, all I see is feet I gotta go and gotta go right now I can't use the woods, ain't got no towel Hey, cuz y'all better hurry up Cuz I don't wanna have to shit in the cup One of these players is finally done Stall door opens and I make my run it's time to go, I'm really feeling the heat There's no time to even wipe off the seat I had to poop in the ball field bathroom I had to poop in the ball field bathroom I had to poop in the ball field bathroom And y'all know how it feels I had to poop in the ball field bathroom I had to poop in the ball field bathroom I had to poop in the ball field bathroom And y'all know how I feel I got my spot and I'm feeling relieved Now I wish these other players would leave I'm on the verge of straight dropping the load But I don't want the world to hear me explode All of a sudden feet came off the ground I couldn't help that gurgling sound Trying not to laugh, trying to hush I heard, hey, I've had a courtesy flush All I could think is really, wow I know it stinks, but they ain't getting one now now I gotta hurry, it's time to bat. Now I'm wondering where the toilet paper at. I had to poop in the ball field bathroom. I had to poop in the ball field bathroom. I had to poop in the ball field bathroom. And y'all know how it feels. I had to poop in the ball field bathroom. I had to poop in the ball field bathroom. I had to poop in the ball field bathroom. And y'all know how it feels. Yeah! Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. How we doing tonight? It's your host here, Dr. Ray, at Dr. Ray T on Twitter and Instagram. You can always find me. You can always tweet me. We're here live like we do, I'd say, almost every single Wednesday night here on the Hot Corner. Hope everybody's having a good one. Manny, how you doing out there tonight, sir? 
I'm doing fantastic, Dr. Ray. Fantastic. I I can't wait to talk about uh talk about a few things on this show tonight, especially my trip, my trip to uh, Louisville, Kentucky and Southern Indiana. I can't wait to talk to you about that, Dr. Ray. But first and foremost, Dr. Ray, happy birthday to you, brother. Happy birthday uh-huh. to Dr. Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much there, Manny. I really appreciate it. Uh, Birthdays are always fun. I feel, although, this was the most insignificant birthday because, you know, once you kind of get a little bit older, birthdays don't count quite as much. You know, 30 last year, that was a big deal, you know, new decade, all that. We did it big. We had a blast. It was awesome. We rented a party bus, all that kind of stuff. This year, I played hooky on Friday, closed the office down, went fishing at Lake Okeechobee, Sunburnt the crap out of my feet. I mean, my feet were just all red. Um, caught a bunch of bass, had some fun. But I was in bed at 9.30 on a Friday night, man. Can you believe that? I'm getting old, man. And then uh, Saturday, oh, same thing, just spent the day with my family, you know, that kind of stuff. And it was it was actually really nice, man. You know, one of the first times I've really spent, like, a really quality family time with my birthday with my family and everything. So it was nice. And um, I got a nice little toy, too. Um, that we might talk about, I don't know, but uh, for my birthday. But anyway, Manny, I want to know about this trip, man. Tell me about what's going on. I appreciate the birthday wishes, but I didn't get a tour of Louisville. Well, Tell me about it. Well, before we before we move on to that, Dr. Ray, we have a little surprise from our friends. Uh, you know, we have uh, a lot of friends in uh, in a lot of places. But Dr. Ray, happy birthday, brother. This is for you. Com. There you go, Dr. Ray. That's from our friends at OneHappyBirthday.com. Dr. Ray, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think I'm going to be singing that all week, man. That was great. They got that in my head. I'm Man, that was awesome. I was sitting here snapping. I was rocking. I was doing it, man. That was good. I like that. I'm going to have to put that on repeat. But, uh, no, there I appreciate you go, it, man. man. Thank, thanks for taking the time, Manny. I appreciate it. You always... Uh, you always take your time to make to make stuff happen, and uh, I appreciate it, my man. I appreciate it. So uh, what do we got up here on the show tonight, man? We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about allergies for our health topic. Um, man, allergies have been killer. Everybody's coming in with allergies nowadays. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but we're going to be talking about that. Uh, we've got a special guest tonight, Manny. Who's our special guest for tonight? Who's our Who's our guest for the show? And we have Ron Buono, I hope I get his uh, last name right, Buono, which if if I remember from my Italian class back in high school, Buono means good or, or, or well, uh, so we'll ask him about that. He's from Nine Zone Baseball, and they're the makers of the UT, U like uh, underhand U. Um, check them out. They're at, uh, I believe, 9zonebaseball.com, correct? Yes, 9zonebaseball.com. We're going to be talking to him a little bit later. And like you said, allergies, man. Over there in Kentucky, not Kentucky, in, actually in Indiana, I was able and fortunate to play out there at Champions Point, and the, my allergies were, were, were killing me on the golf course, man, killing me. Yeah, man, I tell you, it's... 
it's been happening a lot. I've I've actually even suffered from some allergies as of late, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. So for anybody out there listening, if you guys have allergies at all, um, or you're doing something right now that's helped your allergies, or you're doing something and it's not helping, or whatever, you want to talk about what's bugging you, let us know. You can call us in at 347-637-3978. Again, that's area code 347-637-3978. You can also tweet us. You can tweet us at ISPSO or at Dr. Ray T. And you can also reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 353heal or facebook.com slash ISPSO. So feel free to be a part of the show here tonight as we talk about allergies, as we have our special guest, Ron, from Nine Zone Baseball. And uh, we'll go ahead and be back with the Fantasy Baseball edition of the Hot Corner Listener League coming up right now after this break. Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. All right, all right. So we're back in action here, and we're talking fantasy baseball right now. So for any of you guys out there that are playing fantasy baseball and, and if there's any of the, uh, the guys from our listener league, that are on the that are on the air right now listening with us. Feel free to uh, tell us if you guys want to make a trade. If you guys are having some offers, if you guys are wondering who to pick up, who to drop, what's going on, feel free to call in. I'm no expert, but I am six and zero right now, and I'm in first place in two of my other leagues as well. And I started out in last place in one of my other leagues, and I've already climbed up to fifth place in the last two weeks. So things are starting to shake out. My players are starting to do their things. Um, and fantasy baseball is doing what it always does, and I'm letting the game come to me, Manny. That's what it's all about. So, Manny, how are you enjoying right now? You're sitting pretty in fourth place at four and two. You're the only team that's four and two right now. You got a lot of points scored, a lot of points scored against you as well, too. Uh, but tell me, how are you? How are you liking it so far, my man? Doctor Ray, I'm right in the middle of the pack, man. I'm right in the middle of the pack. I'm doing big things here. I'm making some waiver moves. As you can see, again, I'm I'm the top uh the top team making the most moves with 31. And uh this week I'm currently winning. I'm winning by about 40 points in my in my week. Uh I'm right where I want to be, man. Right in the middle of the pack, Dr. Ray. Right in the middle of the pack. Excellent, my man. Oh, that's good to hear. Um you know, myself, I I'm actually losing this week. It's funny because Gabe, one of the directors for ISPS, I'm playing against him. And, uh, you know, I was hanging out with him the other week, and I said, Gabe, man, what's up? Are you, you know, check the league, man, check the league. And he said, no, nah, I don't want to check the league. He's like, I don't care. He's got guys on the DL. He's got, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, and he's still winning right now. So <laughs> he's beating me 107 to 82. So, Gabe, if you're not checking your league, you're still winning right now. So uh, congratulations on that. And that means I got my work cut out for me. Um, You know, I I think that so far there's been two guys that have really contributed to my team doing very well here. And that's uh, one of them was a pickup and one of them was kind of a mid-round draft. And uh, the first one was Nelson Cruz. I can promise you that most teams that are in first place right now probably have Nelson Cruz on them. Um, additionally, Jason Kipnis, this guy has lit the world on fire in May. Um, and somebody dropped him and, you know, I had a feeling that he was going to come back a couple of years ago. He was, you know, the top second baseman in the league last year. The season was injury riddled, but, uh, he's really made a great turnaround. And, and I think he was the number one rated fantasy player in all of May so far. So he's doing very, very well for me as well too. So I'm happy with the team I got here. I've got an empty spot on my roster. Um, so I'm trying to figure out who am I going to go and pick up right now. Um, I don't know what to do here, Manny. I'm looking at all these players. There's a bunch of players here that 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 are worth a pickup. But you know what? I think I've got a lot of I've got a lot of relief pitchers right now. I've got four closers. I've got Luke Gregerson, Andrew Miller, Brad Boxberger, and also uh, Kenley Jansen. So I've got a lot of guys right now that are closing games out for me, and that's pretty good because those guys can pitch a few times a week and still rack up some points with the uh, with the saves. But I think I want to get another starter, because in this league, the starters are really worth a lot. Whoa, hey, we got a text, we got a call, we got a tweet. What do we got going on, Manny? Talk to me. 
Dr. Ray, I'm having a um, a private message coming in on Facebook from uh, Mr. Torres over there on the uh, Gulf Coast of Florida. He wants to know uh, what Dr. Ray thinks about the decision that the Marlins have made with their new uh, manager. Ah, man, you know what? That's a great question, as a matter of fact. I was actually at the game on Sunday for my birthday. Um, my high school, not my high school, excuse me, my chiropractic school roommate uh, actually had some tickets. We sat in a 12th row behind home plate. It was awesome. And uh, he went out to go smoke a cigarette, and I was giving him, you know, crap about smoking a cigarette. I was like, I can't believe you're still smoking cigarettes and this and that. And uh, the guys next to us out there on the balcony were talking about, oh, all they're going to be talking about on the radio this week is Mike Redman getting fired. And that's the first time that I had really had any idea that something like that was going to go on. You know, I uh, I first heard of, you know, well, actually, that's the first time I've heard of it. And I was thinking, well, how would they fire Mike Redman? You know, um, I know the team's been playing a little bit uninspired. I think the comments that Giancarlo Stanton made a little earlier in the year about the fact that he feels like there's no fire, you know, no sense of urgency. I think that that falls directly on the manager's shoulders. I didn't really put two and two together at that point. Um, you know, just thinking, hey, it's a, you know, it's a brand new team. We got a lot of older guys, a lot of young guys. Nobody really that's kind of in the middle, um, except for Stanton, really. And and he was the one who came out and said something. So, you know, I, I put a lot of of what's happened so far on Redmond because. If you got your struggler closing, your your struggler. If you got your closer struggling the way that Cishek was struggling, you, I mean, you got to recognize that, and you got to you got to do something. I mean, put it on the pitching coach, whatever you want to do. But at the same time, with a guy like Cishek, it's hard to help to have a pitching coach actually help him because it's such an unorthodox motion. So I feel like it's on Redmond to realize that he's got to make a change earlier. I mean, if you take some of those blown saves back that we have from, from C-Sheck, not only does it deflate the team when you have the lead in the ninth inning and then you lose it, you know, especially to a walk-off, but, you know, I just think that it's one of those things where he, he didn't make the best calls. He made calls that, you know, he, he it's not that he made bad calls, but he didn't make the calls that he needed to make. And I think in the end that's what led to him being fired and, I agree with it. You know, I, I can't say that I don't. I personally think that Dan Jennings is not the answer. You know, I think that this is a year that we want to make a run for it and to put Dan Jennings in as, as the uh, as the manager. I know that, you know, he's played a, a lot in, in which players we actually have on the team, but I don't think, you know, having him on the field as the manager is the right call. And, I mean, so far he's 0-2. So, you know, and right now Peralta grounded out the first, and Pollock scored already, so we're already losing 1-0 in in the you know first or second inning or whatever they're in right now. So um, again, you know, I don't know if if Jennings is the answer. Maybe they'll start to play for him, but I, I don't know too much about Dan Jennings, quite honestly. I mean, did he ever play before Manny? Do you know? I mean, I don't think he's I don't think he was a player. I think he's just you know upper management, and they threw him in the driver's seat. Upper management, Dr. Ray. Upper management. He's never coached since high school. He's never played. Um, man, and, and I was I was commenting about this with with some uh, some people earlier in the week. Um, man, the last the last two times that that the Marlins went for it, they had Jack McKeon and Jimmy Leland. Man, those guys, older guys, close to eighties. They had a lot of experience managing teams, managing different personalities. This guy, yeah, he might have had a hand uh, to put this team together, but that doesn't mean he knows how to handle these uh, people, these athletes. Um, And you could tell. He has no idea what's going on. You could tell uh, yesterday I was watching the game when he went out there to take out uh, Dunn. Uh, he looked like a like a like a deer sucker in between headlights, man. He really had no idea what he was doing out there. Um, you could tell, and I bet the the rest of the major leagues, especially probably the all the managers, are very upset with the Marlins for doing this type of move, man. There, it's like a slap in the face to to all those managers out there, man. And and dude, with people like Dusty Dusty Baker, man, Dusty Baker would have been a great great 
pick right there, man, for for manager. What do you think, Doctor? Is Dusty Baker down here in Miami? I see. I like Dusty Baker because he's one of those guys that's gonna light a fire under the team. He's one of those guys that a lot of people will have respect for. You know, I mean, like you said already, and he's he's baseball smart. You know, Dan Jennings might be able to be a good scout or whatever you want to call him, you know, and know how to structure a contract. But last night, you can't leave Mike Dunn in against two righties. I can't believe he got Goldschmidt to strike out, number one. Once that happens, you've got to say, thank my lucky stars. I was able to leave my lefty in against a lefty and then probably one of the best righties in the game in Paul Goldschmidt. And then you're going to test your luck with another pinch hitter who comes in and A.J. Pollock just hit it out of the park and won the game for him. So, you know, and then now you got Mike Dunn who's saying, oh, man, you know, I blew the game. And then his confidence is down. And we need that bullpen. Like, we need our bullpen right now more than anything. So, you know, they turned down Soriano to bring him in as a closer. Um, you know, A.J. Ramos, he's got a live arm. We'll see what he can do. But, you know, I'm scared right now that we don't really have a, a closer. I think that one of the things the Marlins want to do is if they can start to pull themselves up and put some games together in the win column, is maybe go after a guy like Jonathan Papelbon or, or something like that and really get a, a closer in the back there. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We ended up talking more real baseball here than fantasy baseball, um, but that's okay with me too. You know, that's what we're here for, whatever you guys want to talk about. So, uh, Mr. Torres, I hope we answered your question there. All in all, I think that, you know, I, I agree with the firing. I don't agree with the hiring. Um, so that's my take on the whole managerial situation. Um, but anyway, we'll see how it shakes up. And they said that he's the manager for the rest of the year, but I feel like if they keep on a losing streak, they might they might see if they can make a change there. But anyway, we'll see what we got. We uh, o- need a commercial here. Dr. Ray, over, over, under, he manages more games than uh, Mike Redman. Over, under. I'm going to say over. I think that he, uh, well, more games this year or more games in total than Mike Redman? More games in total than Mike Redman with the Marlins. No, because Mike Redman also had has a whole season under his belt, or you know, so I I don't necessarily think so. But um, you know, I, I liked Red. I, I guess it's just you know it wasn't enough, you know, being his first managerial job. But then you got guys like Brad Ausmus who are managing, you know, very well. Uh, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. But um, anyway, we got to stick to schedule. We got to get to that commercial break, and when we get back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about how sunburned my feet got on my birthday. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. All right, and we're back with the hot corner. And I am the softball-playing chiropractor, Dr. Ray, your host here each and every Wednesday night. And uh, right now we're going to talk a little bit about my birthday weekend. We had a birthday this week. I turned 31 uh, this past Saturday, the 16th of May. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, Manny, I can't tell you how nice it was to know that I had a day off, that I normally don't have a day off, and, and, you know, take the time to go fishing with one of my uh, best friends who actually has the same exact birthday as me. Um, So he went out. We went out on his boat on Lake Okeechobee in two feet of water, and we were bass fishing the whole entire day. Um, And it was great. I mean, we caught a bunch of fish. We were out there. I was covered from basically knees up. I had one of those army hats on that goes all the way around. I had a buff on that was covering my whole face so that the reflection from the water wouldn't get me. I had some some glasses on. I had a long sleeve shirt. You know, I had uh, my shorts on, but then I had sandals on. So I uh, didn't realize until about 4 o'clock in the afternoon that my feet were just killing me. And I looked down, and I had the funniest tan where my – you could it looked like I was still wearing a sandal, man. It was hilarious. But uh, it was a lot of fun to, you know, like I said, play hooky and take some time. And I've been working really hard. So to go out there and just kind of relax in nature and just being on the lake and, you know, just 
messing around with these fish. It was a lot of fun. So I was happy that I was able to do that. And then um, got some Cheesecake Factory in with my family. That was great. Um, so it was a, it was overall a real good birthday. Again, you know, I didn't go all out like I, like I used to and, you know, rent party buses and go to clubs and do all that stuff. But, hey, man, I'm 31 now. You know, I'm getting old. So uh, what do you think, Manny? Hey, you're, you know, you're settling down. You know, you're 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 becoming old, man. Está viejo, man. Like they say in uh, in Cuban, está viejo. Te está poniendo viejo, Dr. Ray. Uh, 31 years old. I remember when I was 31 years old. That was <laughs> that was just like uh, two, three years ago. <laughs> um, man, bro. But uh, congratulations, Dr. Ray. Happy birthday to you, my brother. Happy birthday, man. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, bro, I've never been out there to Lake Okeechobee fishing, man. So what did, what did you catch out there? Bass? Yeah, um, bass fishing is your target. Um, there's also a bunch of other fish in the lake, but you don't want to catch them so much. Um, because some of them are, you know, they got teeth and whatever the case is, but, you know, the sport is really to catch bass, largemouth bass in Lake Okeechobee, and that's what we were looking for. Um, and, you know, but the other fish that you can catch accidentally are like gars. Garfish are out there, and those guys are no fun to deal with. And then you also have uh, mudfish that you can catch and bluegill um, and blue and shiners, of course. And Shiners are pretty much what the big bass really like to eat. So a lot of guys go out and they go shiner fishing, and then they uh, they use those shiners to go after some some real big bass. But um, yeah, man, it's a lot of fun out there. If you haven't been, if you've never been, I suggest that you go because it really is fun. I'll definitely uh, try to make it out there, man. How big is Lake Okeechobee, man? Or- that 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 must look like like an ocean out there, right? You know what? It really does. I mean, Lake Okeechobee is way bigger than people give it credit for. It is, I mean, huge. It's it's almost like you almost kind of feel like you're in the in the Everglades even because it's so shallow. Um, most of the lake, you know, that we were in. And there was a, a nice, you know, tiki bar out there, too, where we got some lunch. I had a fish sandwich, um, which was great, you know, after being out on the water, you know, and just exhausted. And at the end of the day, my hand from all the reeling, I was, you know, I had a lot of swim baits out. So it's literally cast, reel, cast, reel, cast, reel, cast, over and over and over. And in the first part of the day, we couldn't really find any fish. They, You know, we had to kind of drop the bait right on their head because um, they weren't really chasing and they weren't really biting so much. But, you know, when you throw it right at them, they don't really have a choice. They just kind of react. But um, the second half of the day, we found a spot, and we just, man, we just were killing it. There was just every maybe every third or fourth cast, we were just reeling something in. Some big boys, too, so we were having some fun. You know, most of them were like three pounds that we ended up catching. I think the biggest one that we caught was about six pounds, which, you know, it's not huge, but it's a pretty good-sized fish and a lot of fun on that fight. So, uh that was it, man. It was a great time, and, you know, got home around 7.30. I was just exhausted, man. Just I was like, oh, what am I going to do now? I just passed out, you know, so it was nice. Woke up Saturday, went to work, adjusted. You know, I had like 20 people come in the office on Saturday morning, which was great, and then just enjoyed the rest of the weekend off, you know, and it was it was nice, you know. So it was it was a good birthday weekend, and then now we got Memorial Weekend coming up. So I love May, man. May is the best month. I bet, brother. I bet. Well, man, one one more time, Dr. Ray. Happy birthday, Dr. Ray. And uh, why don't we play that song one more time? Just just uh, just because it's your birthday, brother. Happy birthday, Dr. Ray.
That's a great song. I I can't get over it, man. I love it. But uh, Manny, tell me about now. Let's talk about your trip, man. Let's go Louisville. So Louisville oh, is like synonymous man. with with baseball, man. Like this is an amazing trip that you just went on, man. Tell tell us about it. What happened, brother? You you just hit it on the the nail on the head, brother. It is all to do with baseball and horses, Dr. Ray. Remember, uh, the Kentucky Derby is uh, right there in Louisville, man. It's right uh, right outside, actually, of the uh, University of Louisville campus, man, which, by the way, is a huge, huge campus. It makes, it makes the uh, University of Miami campus look like... Uh, Looked like nothing, man. Looked like a, maybe like a little high school or something. Um, but tremendous, tremendous facility. I was able to actually go out there to um, to what's it called, Churchill Downs, uh, and I was able to pay my respects to Barbara, which I, I had no idea is actually buried there. Uh, and I learned something that they usually they usually just bury the the head. And the hooves of uh, of a horse, but in this case, in Barbaro's case, they buried the entire horse, the entire body of the horse, and he is buried there under a statue there commemorating Barbaro. And and dude, he was only three years old. He he didn't even reach uh, four years, which I thought that was kind of that was kind of uh, you know sad, man, that he was only three years old before they, uh, they put him to sleep. Um, but man, Dr. Ray, tremendous, tremendous trip. Uh, I want to give big thanks to Kate Kane from, uh, Southern Indiana. Um, they, uh, they hosted me along with the Sheridan hotel, first class all the way, Dr. Ray, first class suite, uh, first class round trip tickets. Um, you know, I was able to set up some meetings with a bunch of local uh, local businesses, local restaurants, uh, a local chamber. Um, what else? Oh, and of course, uh, I was able to go to Louisville Slugger, and I, I received a uh, some gifts. Uh, which, by the way, I ha- I brought something back for you, Doctor Ray. Remind me to give it to you next time I pass by the office. But, um, man, tremendous facility, Dr. Ray. I was able to hold – they gave me a private VIP tour, like behind the scenes. I I had to actually wear these white gloves inside the vault. It's this place that they call the vault, which has all the models, the player models of the history of uh, Louisville Slugger, pretty much. Uh, It's like a whole wall where – they have a bunch of slabs of of, of uh, baseball bats, pretty much. Um, something that was very interesting was, uh, let's say you, Doctor Ray. Doctor Ray, what what is your uh, what is your favorite number? My favorite baseball number. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, your jersey number. What is your jersey number? Sixteen. Okay, so let's say in uh, the early 1900s, Ray Tomos came to Louisville Slugger and he designed his own bat. And uh, he designed the RT-16. They would, it's never been designed before, so they would put it as an RT-16. Now that bat, that design model, goes into the vault forever. Um, Let's say 50 years down the road, uh, somebody else comes in and he likes uh, the RT-16. Well, they get that RT-16 and they stamp it with the player with the new player's uh, signature on the barrel of the bat. But the RT-16 will stay forever and ever for the history of Louisville, right there in the vault. So you, the uh, actual design of the bat stays forever. Uh, with the original player design, whoever the original player was, the bat was designed for. And I thought that was pretty, pretty special, man. Um, 
which uh, it was. It just so happened that um, Cal Ripken Jr. and Derek Jeter they used the same model bat that I, I forgot what the model was, but it was some minor league player in the early 1900s who also played shortstop. And it just so happened that Cal Ripken Jr. and Derek Jeter, without knowing, uh, they used that same model bat for for their whole careers, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, Dr. Ray, how much, how much do you think, uh, they gave a contract to Roberto Clemente, uh, for, uh, for, for him to swing Louisville slugger bats? Oh man, that's a, that's a tough question. Roberto Clemente, what year, what year was that? That must have been in the seventies before now. Remember, this is before agents. This is before super sports agents and all that stuff. So uh, don't go, don't go with some crazy number. Man, I want to say I'm going to go with a, a stupid low number. I'm going to say like twenty five dollars or something. Well, you're very close. It was fifty dollars and a set of golf clubs, uh, wow. which he actually <laughs> he actually uh, had them shipped to. Uh, a uh, an old baseball coach of him in the minor leagues uh, who lived in Kentucky, and he got the he got the golf clubs. Roberto got the fifty dollars, and uh, you know he promised them to use the Louisville Slugger bats, but the Pirates still paid mm-hmm. for all the bats. So it was a it was a pretty sweet deal for for Louisville Slugger man. Um. You know, and another one that was kind of similar to that before the super agents was Tony Gwynn, man. Tony Gwynn only got a hundred dollars and a and a set of golf clubs, man. And and I saw the I saw the actual contract in the vault, and it was pretty, pretty, pretty amazing, man. Pretty amazing before all these super agents came into play and and changed the game uh, tremendously. Um. But nothing much, Dr. Ray. We're going to be hosting uh, a Midwest Regional World Qualifier over there. In uh, Over there, it's very small town USA, you know what I mean? So everything's really close. So we're going to be in three different communities, Jeffersonville, Clarksville, and New, New Albany. Uh, we're going to be in three different locations. Louisville Slugger is fully, uh, fully sponsoring the tournament. Uh, alongside with the Southern Indiana um, organization and some other uh, some other sponsors uh, that you could check out at ISPSSoftball.com, Dr. Ray. But um, man, tremendous tremendous trip, first class all the way. Um, man, I had a suite in the Sheridan, Dr. Ray. They gave me some uh, some cheeses and everything. We had. Uh, some uh some bubbly water it it was very very nice man very very nice man it sounds like a great trip man i'm happy for you and uh <clears throat> I, I saw all the pictures man i felt like i was right there with you the whole time so that's awesome and uh congratulations on being able to get out there and really seeing you know the history of, of, of the game that we got going on man baseball softball and the tradition and just awesome to see that that uh, you know a company like Louisville is doing these things, you know, still for for the, the patrons of the game. So hats off to them as well too for extending the offer and man, congratulations on being the one to be able to accept it, man. That was great. And uh, you know, maybe we uh, maybe we got to set something up with Louisville, man. We got to see, you know, once we once we really take this thing global and get big, man, we might have to start doing like some sweepstakes and stuff. Maybe you know some some Louisville slugger getaways. I mean, I don't know, man. Well, I'm thinking big here, Manny. What do you think? Oh, don't worry, it's coming, it's coming, Doctor Ray. Um, when I when I get back up there in August um, after this tournament, everything will will start getting in motion. This tournament will be the the uh, the actual kickoff for for our partnership with Louisville Slugger. So. Uh, Stay tuned till uh, after August 14th through the 16th up there in uh, southern Indiana. And stay tuned. You'll see pictures. I don't know if you saw that picture with me and uh, old Babe Ruth's bat 
And um, and the other one that I thought was very interesting, Dr. Ray, Willie Mays, Dr. Ray. You should see that guy's bat, man. That was a tree trunk. That that thing was – you must have had – he must have had hands, you know, the size of, of a bear or something, man. It, it was – it was I I couldn't believe how somebody could swing that that big of a barrel that big of a handle man it was it was it was incredible man that's amazing well I encourage everybody to get out there and check out some of the the pictures that Manny actually did post um, you can find them all over his his social media Manny tell them where they can take a look at some of these pictures and you know some of the stuff that you did while you were up there in Louisville. Oh yeah, it's all over uh, all the ISPS uh, social media, and uh, if you want to follow my personal one, it's at Manuel Ferrero on uh, Twitter and uh, Ferrero M3 on Instagram. You'll you'll check it out right there. You'll uh, you'll see some pictures from Louisville, man. I was able to also get man, Dr. Ray. They uh, they have a tremendous museum a tremendous factory and a uh, a factory store where you could get personalized uh, Louisville Slugger bats. And I got my son a, uh, a, you know, a personalized bat with MF4 and his, uh, not his signature, obviously, but his name in cursive. Uh, and he loved it. And I also bought him a, uh, a nice leather uh you know, for, for kids, but a nice leather fielding glove, which uh, he's been using uh, plastic up till now. Uh, you know, he's not even two years old, but uh, it's it's time for him to move to leather, brother. Yes, sir. The quicker we can get him to leather, the better, my man. So uh, that's awesome to hear, man. Well, congratulations again, everybody. Check that out. Uh, we're going to get to a quick break here again, and when we get back, we're going to talk about allergies for a few minutes. And then remember, a little bit later on, we're going to be bringing on our special guest, Mr. Ron Buono from Nine Zone Baseball. So uh, give us a minute, and we'll be right back to talk about allergies. Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. All right, so that was a quick break, and we're right back here talking about allergies. So I wanted to break down uh, what an what an allergy actually is for you guys. A lot of people say, oh, i got allergies and this and that. So let's talk about it. So an allergy is actually a condition in which your immune system is going to react abnormally to a foreign substance. So your immune system is made up of a bunch of white blood cells. And these white blood cells are going to basically do two things. Some of them are out on the prowl looking for foreign foreign invaders like an allergen. Allergens are actually the things that cause allergies. So an allergy is a reaction. An allergen is the cause of that allergy. So most common allergens are, you know, hay, fresh-cut grass, uh, pollen, those kinds of things, dust mites, cockroach poop, you know, all those things are are cat dander. You know, these are allergens. So the state of the immune system is going to determine the response to that allergen. So if you're a person that is sick constantly and your immune system is always working, you're going to have a lot of these extra white blood cells that are out there just kind of floating around looking for these allergens. And when you do find them, you're going to have an allergy response. So most commonly, allergy responses are things like runny nose, itchy skin, uh, watery eyes, those kinds of things. And these are, whoa, we got a text, call, or tweet. Manny, give it to me. What do we got? Dr. Ray, we got a text coming in from Carlos. Why every time I step outside in the sun, I sneeze? Is that allergies? You know, that's pretty funny. Um, As a matter of fact, some people actually have a response to the light where it's actually more of a reflex than it is an allergy. So you're not allergic to the sun. It's more of a light reflex that happens, Um, and it's very common. Most people actually will, as soon as they go outside and they see the sun, they'll sneeze. As a matter of fact, what you can do is if you feel a sneeze coming, and you can't, you know, seem to coax it to come and you know that you need to sneeze and whatever the case is, if you actually look up at the light, the chance of your sneeze coming faster will increase. 
So try that out, and you'll see that it's not actually an allergy to a sun, but actually a pupillary response to the reflex that trigger or to the light that triggers a reflex um, to sneeze. So pretty cool fact right there. Actually, a great question. Um, glad you asked. So thanks for that. But yeah, definitely not allergic to the sun, so don't worry about that. That's so get some sun. That's a crazy question. <laughs> no, not at all. You'd actually be surprised. I get that question all the time, um, and that's the reason why I knew the answer so quick because I've I've had to study that before. So um, definitely, you know, not not an allergy to the sun, um, <clears throat> but allergies are something that can really complicate not only your symptoms and the way that you're feeling, but also the way that your body's going to recover from you know any type of a sickness. So the main thing that I want you guys to know is that if you are constantly suffering from allergies it probably means that there's an underlying condition that you have. You may have a virus, like an Epstein-Barr virus, which is mono, or maybe even herpes-1, which you can get from, from sharing glasses, you know, those kinds of things. But these viral kind of pathogens will increase your immune system and stimulate your immune system to be reactive, and that will cause allergies a lot more. The other thing is, is that when you have allergies, a lot of times you'll get stuffy, and you'll have a decrease in your oxygen levels because you really can't breathe that well. So these allergies will cause just kind of a, an ongoing problem if you don't take care of them. So if you guys have allergies, right now medically, Flonase is the answer, allergy shots, those kinds of things. Allergy shots are actually not that bad. It's just water and whatever you're allergic to. In my office, we take a little bit more of a comprehensive approach. So if there's allergies and people have allergies, what we do is we try to find out all the things that are causing their immune system to become more active. So we look at food sensitivities, and a lot of times people say food allergies, but it's not a food allergy unless you're a specific type of uh, antibody allergic to it, and we'll talk about that in just one second, so remember that. Those are normally sensitivities. So these food sensitivities will stimulate your immune system. Viruses will stimulate your immune system. Bacteria will stimulate your immune system. Parasites will stimulate your immune system. So all these things will get your immune system going and make you more responsive to these allergens. Now, the type of allergy that you're going to suffer from is going to be determined by the type of antibody that your body is going to create. So an IgE antibody is what everybody thinks about when you start to think about, like, my girl, when, uh, you know, Macaulay Culkin got stung by a bee and he died. That's an IgE anaphylactic shock reaction. So that means that your throat closes up, everything swells up, your body's trying to keep everything out, but unfortunately it does such a good job of that that it keeps oxygen out and you a lot of times will end up asphyxiating. Um, so that's neat. You need an EpiPen for that, um, and that is not something that is, that is to be taken lightly. People have anaphylactic reactions to peanuts and all these kinds of things, shrimp. So that's something that can actually studies have shown that have been linked to bacteria in the stomach. So, again, one of the things that we look at in my office is bacterial stomach issues, you know, um, is the bacteria in the stomach the right setup? Is there something in there that shouldn't be in there? That contributes more to allergies than people know. Really, when it comes to allergies, natural medicine has, has come a long way. Um, and, I, and I, you know, dare to say right now that it's probably more effective than, than traditional medicine because it actually will help you cure the reason why you have it instead of just continually, you know, medicating. Um, and, and even slowness can cause damage to the, to the nose. Yep and to the sinuses and those things, um, and people just kind of get tired of that stuff. So, again, taking care of it in a natural way, going to the root of the problem, looking at the immune system and, and the stomach is, in my opinion, the best way to go, and that's what we do in my office, helping people with allergies. Manny, it sounds like you have a question over there. Yeah, Dr. Ray, man, um, I experienced, I think, is, is what I thought was allergies. Uh, when I was playing up there in Indiana, over there at Champions Point, which, by the way, Dr. Ray, beautiful course uh, in the middle of a bunch of uh, a bunch of barns and farms and um, really spread out at different levels, uh, very hilly, um, a tremendous, tremendous course. But all over, all over the place, even in the city, I would see those little uh, pieces of I don't know what they are, but have you seen on TV those little? Uh, they look like uh, little stalks with little cotton balls on top, and when the wind blows, pieces those of that dandelions. little ball. Okay, those are uh, we don't we don't really yeah. see those. 
we don't really see those down here, but I would see them all over the place over there. And as soon as I went to the play uh, to play golf, I just got overcome sneezing and my my nasal uh, nasal cavities got clogged up. I'm still a little clogged up uh, from the trip, but um, what what do you think was that in, in my case out there on that golf course? Well, you know, in your case, that's a little bit different of a story. Um, and the reason that I say that is actually because <clears throat> these are allergens that are brand new to you. When you when these things are brand new, your body is supposed to have this response and then go ahead and, and learn how to deal with it. Um, what ends up happening with people when they have this constant exposure is that they, they can't deal with it. So if you were to stay there for a while, those allergies would all go away. Um, if the bacteria in your stomach was good and your immune system was good. The problem is sometimes is that that stuff is not where it needs to be and we have a, tr- a hard time overcoming these allergens. But, yeah, that's very common, especially when you go to a different place to have these allergies because your body may not be well set up to defend against that, maybe due to a nutrient deficiency or something like that. So, Manny, we might have to see you in the office and uh, do a little bit of testing, my friend, if that doesn't clear up. Oh, definitely, definitely, Dr. Ray. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna try to pass by tomorrow morning, man. No, man. It was probably also what you said with fresh grass cut. That was a golf course. They were they were out there actually cutting the grass in front of our in front of our twosome. I played in a twosome, um, and they were out there cutting the grass before we were, you know, before our next shot. Uh, but man, tremendous, tremendous course. But unfortunately, man, the, 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 my sinuses got the the best of me and I, I was only able to finish nine holes, man. I, I wasn't even able to finish the whole course. I really oh, don't man. understand what, what came over me, man. No, that's no good, man. We, uh, we might need to do some evaluation there, but sometimes they'll get the best of you. Sometimes you just got to, uh, you know, get used to them, you know, and if you, if you were to spend some more time there, I'm sure that, you know, as long as you're healthy, that, that you would have been okay with that. But uh, we're just going to have to send you back up there and see what happens. Definitely, man. I, I better I better uh, get acclimated before uh, before August comes around, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man, tremendous information right. about allergies, Dr. Ray. Yes, sir. And, uh, again, if you guys have any questions or any follow-ups, feel free to email or tweet. Um, you're more than welcome to always ask me questions regarding your health. That's what we're here for. Right now, we're going to get to them a little bit late, but we've got to get to them anyway. Um, we're going to hit a quick commercial break, and then when we get back, we're going to be on the line with our special guest, Mr. Ron Buono from Nine Zone Baseball. So uh, get your questions ready about the, uh, the, the UT, and we'll be talking with Ron right when we get back. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. are back again and we've got a special guest on the line for you guys here mr ron Buono. are you there with us tonight on the line ron yes i am guys thanks for having me yes sir our pleasure sorry to keep you on the line waiting for so long we we're supposed to get to you a few minutes ago but hey man it's a pleasure to talk to you tell us right about it let's not waste any time tell us about nine zone baseball well uh to make a long story short we've come up with a a hitting tee system, we call it a device, that there's nothing else like it in the world. Um, it works opposite of traditional tees. The ball is hung upside down via magnetic force, and it has pendulum swinging capabilities and has been scientifically proved by University of Maryland study to be 55% more effective than traditional tees. And I know, Manny, I know you saw our, um, you know, the video on our website. I'm just curious, what, were your, what was your initial reaction to it? I mean, I thought it was um, 
I thought it was better because the T is completely I don't know if you've seen it, Dr. Ray, but the T is completely out of the way. The butt the bat is never gonna you know how sometimes uh you miss hit the traditional T's you could uh you could miss hit the the T and actually sometimes mess it up, but this the T is completely out of the way. There's no way that you're gonna uh, unless you do it intentionally, hit the hit the tee because it's completely out of the way. Check them out at ninezonesbaseball.com, and uh, you'll check it out right there. They have videos, um, and it's it's just like Ron said. It's an inverted, it's an inverted uh, tee. Uh, it's kind of like an upside down L. Check it out. Exactly. And it also has pendulum swing capabilities, which really nothing else can do. There's been some um, efforts over the years to come up with inverted tees. In fact, John Nash, which is my grandfather's name, in 1968 came up with the first patent of a ball held by magnetic force. And about uh, six or seven years ago, um, there was a product called VT, which Derek Jeter sponsored, which didn't last long, which had some problems with it. But there have been attempts, and there's even some more recent attempts, um, of, of, of trying to come up with it, but we, ours is very unique in that we can. There's a couple things it can do. First, it can put the ball anywhere in three-dimensional space, an inch off the ground, six feet high, inside, outside, wherever you want to hit it. So, for hitters to work on the weaknesses, it's excellent. Like I'm a high school baseball coach in the Bronx. I'm a, I'm a math teacher, and I, I like to work on high inside pitches and low outside because that's really where the pitchers work, right? That's that's the out zones. And it's fantastic for working on that. I mean, my team is ripping the ball this year. And I, we have a Division Three team in, in, in the Boston area, which set records this year, who used one of our prototypes. It's fantastic. But I know we don't have much time, guys, but I think this would be fantastic for slow pitch. And we would like to make an offer. All right, We are looking for a woman's team to send some to evaluate and you know give us feedback and the first woman's team out there who contacts us at sales at sales at nine zones baseball, we'd be happy to donate a couple to the team, go out there, work with them, and and would really relish their feedback. I think that for softball with your organization, I know you guys have a lot of power hitters who can hit the ball 400 feet. It's fantastic. I guarantee they will improve. In fact, in fact, our first name for it was the nine zone power trainer. Because what it does is it develops power. And we have, if you go to the videos, you'll see my, my son, Eric, who we were working on this for three years, ripping the ball. It's, it's just, we had a kid who went to the D3 team from no home runs in three years. All right, and then he started using this this winter. He hit 11 this year, sixth in the nation, first team all-conference, and, you know, he loves it. I mean, he's, he, you know, it's just we can't say enough about it. Now, Ron, Ron, what was that uh, offer, and how can they reach you again for that offer? Okay, our contact, if you go to our website, is sales at Nine Zones Baseball. I'm sorry, you know, we sh- we're sort of getting the website going, but that, you know, it's just generic sales. My son, Eric, or I will, will respond to you. The first girls' team, women's team, sorry, the first women's team out there, because I know you have a lot in your organization. I, you know, we went, went to your website, we looked at the standings and everything. That contacts us. You know, from hearing about this on the show, we will send them some, some, some with everything they need, and even work with them. All right, and we would love their feedback, and maybe even get some video of them for, for promotion for the future. I guarantee that the first team that gets it is going to love it. I, I guarantee it. Well, I tell That's you, great, I'm, I'm That's checking awesome. it out. I'm checking it out here right now, um, and I I love this idea. You know, I can tell you personally, working with a T, um, I actually took some hitting lessons one time when I was in high school with Leo Posada, who is uh, Jorge Posada's father. Uh-huh. And he had a he actually invented a T that was blowing the ball upward because uh-huh. he he said the same thing that the T will get in the way and you'll be concentrated on not hitting the T as opposed to hitting the ball. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the original inventor of one of the I want to give some uh, a shout out to Harvey Ratner. Um I know his wife's a little ill and you know hope everything's good. And um you know he was one of the original inventors of it. He you know he worked for the Orioles, the Angels, the Brewers. And there's two things that it does. First, like you said, 
a T is a visual impediment, all right? When you think about it, the way your brain pass, processes a ball coming in, there's nothing underneath the ball, right? And, and so it's actually a visual impediment. The second thing T's do, traditional T's, it sort of develops the bad habits because you want to unconsciously lift the ball off the tee instead of going straight to the ball. So, you, you, you know, you start to drop the back shoulder or get a long, bad path. It's not, it's not, it's not great, you know. And that's the thing that our thing does. We like to think of this as more as a training um, device. It's not really for practice. I mean, it is for practice. It's fun. But it's more for instruction, training, and development. And, you know, what happens is you start, you know, you can work on loading. You can work on timing. You know, you can correct bad paths. And if you have a good coach working with you, you know, you have young kids or whatever, or, you know, I guarantee no matter what age, I don't care, I, I promise you, I guarantee that they will improve. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I definitely don't doubt it. It looks, it looks like a great concept, a great idea. Um, I, I'm gonna suggest to you guys out there listening, if you're popping the ball up, if you're struggling with, you know, finding the sweet spot of the bat, if if you're hitting the ball and you're getting a lot of vibration, this looks like a tool that can really help you. And and as you mentioned, I think the best part about this is it looks very easy to change the location of the ball and to work on not only your strengths you know, which is, hey, right down the middle, like most tees are, up or down, um, you know, but here you can put the ball in, in a plenty of different zones, and uh, you can work on driving the ball, you can work on getting the sweet spot of the of the barrel on the ball there and learning how to tailor your swing so you know how to go with the pitch as opposed to, uh, you know, just trying to hit every every pitch over the left, over the left field wall, so... Exactly. I, I definitely I like it. Uh, this is great. I I would love to, to try out one of these. This looks awesome here. I might have to uh, grab me a UT and uh, take it out to the park along with my uh, with my with my with my Jager bands too, man. I mean, we're getting hooked up here, man. And we You'll are be all just, set. Uh, hey, man, this is great here. Well, I appreciate your time, guys. It was a lot of fun. And um, Manny, hopefully, maybe we could talk in the future. I'd love to come out to one of your tournaments. And bring about ten of these because I know you got probably some gorillas who can hit the ball four hundred feet, and I gorillas. think <laughs> I, I gorillas think, are bigger. Yeah, I think that they would uh, would would really get get something out of it. I mean, I know you got some great players, and you know that really like to launch the ball, and I think they'd have a fantastic time with it and really enjoy it. So, Ron, do you think definitely, I Ron? Let's uh, let's touch base. I don't know where where are you guys based from. Oh, uh, in New York City, but hey, it's it's a you know we got a car, <laughs> so we can be you know from the Great. Bronx. I'm a high school teacher in the Bronx. I'm I'm a math teacher. Um, a lot to talk about. Now you guys are talking about allergies and golf, and all those fit me. And one last thing, guys, uh, my son Eric and I are Mets fans, and we are ecstatic about the Marlins dilemma. Sorry to say that <laughs> we're the only. <laughs> you know, we were worried about the Marlins, but now. Hey, the Nationals are our only competition. I mean, you know, hey, anything could happen. You know, the Marlins have great talent. I mean, they could turn it around quickly, but it doesn't look good right now. You know, so yeah, not likely. So don't you know? Not to be you know, rain on your but you know, we're a little happy up here. <laughs> so no, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. Definitely. Well, uh, Ron, we want to thank you for uh, for coming on the show here. Uh, we got to get things wrapped up. We're a little bit over time. All you guys out there, again, check out <clears throat> check out the UT, um, again, at 9zonesbaseball.com. So that's the number 9, zones, Z-O-N-E-S, baseball.com. I shouldn't have to spell baseball for you gorillas out there. Um, but 9zonesbaseball.com on Facebook. It's also Facebook, 9zonesbaseball. Um, so check them out and, and take a look at the inverted T and, and uh, see if it would fit your game. You know, like I said, if you're not, if you're not hitting the ball as well as you can, um, practice is what it is what it takes to make it happen. So, uh, Ron, thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, Manny, it sounds like you had a great trip to Louisville. For you guys that haven't checked out the photos on uh, social media, go ahead and get out there. Uh, we're looking forward to our, our show here next week. Um, again, trying to keep it as action-packed for you guys as we can, bringing you all the best special guests out there, bringing you the best things to improve your game and improve your health. Uh, we want to thank you guys again for listening to The Hot Corner here. This is your host, Dr. Ray, signing off, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Until then, everybody be well. You've just heard The The Hot Hot Corner Corner Show. Show.
on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and commissioner of international slow-pitch softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T. We hope you enjoyed the show and invite you to listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com. I don't mean to be so uptight But my heart's been hurt a couple times By a couple guys that didn't treat me right I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie Alexa, play Meant to Be Okay If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be Baby, just let it be If it's meant to be with Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Ugh, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty-one twenty-five per month credit applied within two bills. If the cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.